0: everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Project Tahiti. It's a magical place. I'm one of your hosts, Jess, and I'm joined by your other host, Jared. Hello. Hello. For those of you listening, it's, we only took a week off uh, having episodes up. The other week, but for us, it's been a long-ass time since we recorded. <laughs> yeah, we took I- like
1: three weeks off, and then we recorded, then we took like a week off, then recorded, and then took like another three weeks off. So yeah. we've been really sporadic this, like, the end of, of summer.
0: Yeah, I like didn't know how to start the intro. It, it was – I was – Thinking about it too hard, I just had to let it go. <laughs> just muscle <That's>, memory. <laughs> it's
1: the it's, it's the consequence of having like a five week buffer. We had such a we were we, we had so many episodes ahead yeah. that we I think took for granted what that meant. <laughs> because then when we when we used that all up, we had no. Uh, yeah. And we didn't even remember how to do it.
0: <laughs> I know. The good news, though, is that we can kind of talk about some of the D23 stuff real quick. And the. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I was
1: gonna say we were even planning on maybe talking a little bit about Comic-Con, but uh, absolutely, we could go through some of that kind of cool Marvel stuff. Like there's a lot, especially after D23, like there's even more official oh and cool, uh, especially from Disney Plus, the Marvel Studios announcements are great. Oh I guess to start, everybody knows about how right now it feels like the internet's gone completely insane because it's like <laughs> at least two, maybe four or five sides are <laughs> all yelling at each other, and most of them, maybe one of them, is like, "Hey, everybody, just shut up! You're all nuts." Which is sort of where I I feel if, if that's if that's a side, I'm I fall uh, firmly in that group. But like the whole Spider-Man thing. Oh yeah. There's no good guy or bad guy here. But like, like the, the the one the one narrative that I hate the most is that Disney is some it's some sort of David and Goliath scenario where like Disney's is evil mega corporation, but Sony's the like like the mom and pop underdog mega corporation. <laughs> like yeah. Just just because one is significant and it is significantly way 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 more powerful absolutely that doesn't make sony good or any of their decisions about art or about respecting creators about anything they're, they're still just a money making corporation like anyone else
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they mm-hmm. used to make they used to just make soft or not software they used to just make hardware they used to just make yeah. technological things like disc man <laughs> like, 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 and now they make movies and that's great and they make video games and all this cool stuff but it's like this is because they are also a giant corporation and and if they could have all the monolithic power that disney has they would (laughs) and and they do sacrifice all sorts of creators and workers and people's rights and and exploit humans the same way all these corporations do i just feel like i'm i like spider-man in the mcu but it doesn't really affect our lives that much and protesting it feels like i'm like i'm never gonna tell anyone how to spend their time but just feels like actually physically like protesting it with picket signs (laughs) and whatnot. That's happening? People are proposing it, and it's insane. Like, going to Sony offices and whatnot or Disney offices, and it's just like... Just everybody needs to back off. And, like, I'm I'm all for the uh, change.org petitions, because they don't mean anything. (laughs) But that's about it.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. The only... The only thing I was concerned about is that I want to keep um, the trio together, the now MCU trio of Zendaya, Tom Holland, and um, Jacob Batalon. Well, and
1: it, it, I think that they will, I, I believe the way all their contracts are, because if they're under contracts for movies, then they weren't with the MCU. You know, it wasn't the right. same way. Yeah. It was like all their contracts are with Sony and Tom Holland's still on board and, and, yeah. To do it, so I, I I definitely would agree. I hope so as well. I understand everyone's frustration. Like, absolutely, it is frustrating, but yeah. it's also like.
0: But honestly, you know, like after Endgame, they kind of freed Sp- the MCU Spider Man from being a part of the Avengers. Essentially, you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, being w- they w- or whatever. Yeah, well, and also like, oh, he's supposed to take up Tony Stark's mantle, but also like, he doesn't. You know they don't necessarily have to go that route. He can still just be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man.
1: Right, he can be himself and a kid and mm-hmm. grow into something like that. If if he does, mm-hmm. like no, it, like there's a lot of ways it can go. And I do, I agree. Like they they painted themselves into a corner. I've heard good, like really good things from a few people about the Venom movie. I didn't see it. And... Oh,
0: it's hilarious! Like yeah, you have I, to watch I, it I, as yeah. like a buddy cop film, yeah. and then it's hilarious. <laughs> Because otherwise, it's
1: just kind of painful. <laughs> well, and like, I, I know that like there are aspects of the character that it stays really true to. Like I've heard yeah. from comic fans, but I also know that when you completely take Spider-Man out of the equation of his origin, then he's not connected to Spider-Man anymore.
0: No, not so, at all.
1: <laughs> but, but like, like so, a guy who is at most an anti-hero and and really just a reluctant good guy is now gonna hate a teenager or a college student for no fucking reason. Like, yeah. like, there's no, there's no way to reverse their relationship without it just fucking up what they've already done for both movies and both characters so so i i feel badly for the actors and creators who are saddled with trying to fucking make this work Mm -hmm. but i'm also like uh, even though i get like the the disney fan frustration for people who are like blah blah blah, sony this sony that like they also made into the spider-verse yeah disney let Han Solo happened and got rid of the guys who made Into the Spider-Verse while they were making Han Solo. So I'm just going to let that (laughs) rest thinking for myself for a second and be like, even if you're just talking about creatively, there isn't one good side and one bad side. They both make good and bad decisions. Yeah. Are the Spider-Man movies probably going to be worse or weirder? They're definitely going to be weirder because they've got to address the fact that they cannot mention Iron Man ever again. Yeah, but not address it, like because they can't address. Like, you know what I mean? Like
0: they've came Does this do mean does does John is John Favreau allowed to be?
1: He can't be Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan oh can't my- appear in, <laughs> in Sony film.
0: Oh, He's funny. an Iron Man character. Yeah. Oh well.
1: <laughs> yeah this is weird i mean it's gonna be weird well i guess they're definitely gonna mention uncle ben now right. <laughs> people were all people were worried that was not happen uh oh, but and it, so i guess that's the elephant in the room as far as yeah. announcements goes but disney plus had so many cool ones they announced a lot more about wandavision uh a yeah. lot of like cameos some of which are cool for the future of the mcu i feel like
0: yeah i'm blessed uh, gemma, gemma chan is joining the eternals yes
1: that's super cool we'd heard rumors that she was going to be in something and, yeah. and get an additional uh, mcu part but she is now officially on board as circe who's uh, also uh, one of the eternals who like one of the only eternals who has uh, any role outside of the eternals franchise and the Ooh. comics she's a member of the avengers
0: uh, Ooh, what if? What if? What if?
1: No, <laughs> no, and, well, and they're inter- and the character who they said that Kit Harrington is playing is her lover and soulmate and uh a reincarnation of a medieval knight and <laughs> is a uh also an avenger. So like it f- the only reason to put him in that movie is to set up the their relationship and set up a future for them in the MCU. Like they, they, they are going to be future Avengers, Jimma Chan right. and Kit Harington. They're going to stand side by side with uh with with uh, all of our favorites, you know, with Brie Larson and with probably Tessa and, oh and, and I guess I guess Natalie Portman. <laughs>
0: the I world got, is insane. The I just world, got chills uh, right now. It's so crazy. <laughs>
1: like 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 the future is going to look cool in the, the MCU yeah. and like and uh Miss Marvel was announced and a lot yeah. of people like people. It takes me off because I think people are are disingenuous sometimes. Like they'd rather say, I've seen people like like they'd rather take the harsh, uh, like criticism or controversial thing because it sounds better or or will get more engagement. But like if you listen to any of the official stuff, they said they addressed every one of the concerns I've heard people have. Like, it's like, yeah. what? she's just going to be on TV. It's like, well, it, it's not the same. I've heard people compare it to shield. It's like, it's not even close to the same because shield is Marvel television and this is Marvel studios. It's yeah. the same thing yeah. as the films. And when Feige said it in <laughs> at D23, he said she's going to have a future on the big screen as well. Like, 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 like yeah. he addressed it already. So it's like, this isn't, they never. They never said that. They never said that about Shield. They're like, we're gonna see Melinda May on, in, the, in the movies. If they did, you and I would have mentioned it a lot in the last fifty episodes. Yeah, bitching <laughs> about it every week. Yeah. But, but this is different. You know, like they know what they're doing. They, like, yeah. like, at this point, they're not perfect. They're absolutely. We should criticize them. We should be skeptical. But they're improving. Like between the Shang Chi announcement with at San Diego, like yeah.
0: Uh, Jimmy Roo internal- is
1: going to be in a uh, in, in WandaVision, which I'm super
0: excited for. Yeah, I feel like Disney Plus is a really good thing for Marvel and the MCU right now because they're they can make it a more cohesive universe and put people into the films and and the television shows versus like what we've had with S.H.I.E.L.D. for the past you know five years or so like
1: well, and even the Hulu stuff, like it's just different yeah. because they're starting and from scratch. Like, even though it is going to be n- not Marvel Studios, but Marvel Television, they're just more free. Yeah, they have—they're not answering to anyone else. They're yeah. just them, and they—they and they could have still done that with with Shield in particular because it's Disney. All it's all Disney owned. ABC was never going to be mm-hmm. like, no, we don't want to be involved in the biggest thing ever. To have the <laughs> it was never going to happen, especially since they have the same parent company. But yeah. either way, like that was. It's stupid infighting, and yeah. that there's going to be less and less of that, and that's good. That's a good thing for all of us as as fans. Yeah, and like, it, it, I mean, so many things have been have been announced. Uh, it had never been made official before in San Diego, but we now know that Hawkeye is definitely happening and going to be about Kate Bishop, which is yeah. cool. I'm yeah. just so glad it's not going to be about him. What if well, his daughter changes her name to Kate Bishop? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so glad But now they have to shut up. Because that yeah. made no sense. Like, like in what way would that ever make sense? I know. I know. Um, I'm going to retire. I want to train my daughter to be a CIA longbow assassin. Right. <laughs> She'll change her name. That's not, that. that's... Uh,
0: <laughs> dumb. Super dumb. That's dumber
1: than... Well, not dumber. That would be just more dumb shit from his arc yeah. <laughs> in in game. Well, I feel like we're let's hopefully improve on Clint's character in this. Well,
0: I didn't they say that they were going to like the show was going to expand upon his Ronin his I time think, as Ronin too. Well, I think I think it it I, I,
1: they I don't know how they phrased it, but it, it feels like they're going to address it at least some in some way. And it does make sense that that would be why he's passing the torch, maybe or whatever. But at the same time, I hope they fix some of it. I don't yeah, know how other than hiring a bunch of creatives who are not white dudes and having a bunch of sensitivity
0: readers yeah maybe put him on trial for like war crimes or something i don't know <laughs>
1: i mean from the way roadie was talking about it <laughs> it feels like that's what they wanted to do <laughs> yeah
0: and then now kate bishop has to take up the mantle of hawkeye there you go
1: <laughs> she has to hunt him down
0: yep i wrote the story for you marvel there you go
1: <laughs> but, uh, uh the,
0: oh go ahead Oh, go on Oh, the one other thing that I really wanted to mention because it has crossover into our other fandom is that Ming-Na Wen has been announced to be cast in The Mandalorian, which is like the new Star Wars live action show that's coming to Disney Plus in November. And I'm so excited. Oh, no. When <laughs> I found that out
1: and I knew you were in the middle of something because you weren't responding I was to working pe- to yeah. in, the, in, in, in uh, one of our uh, DM uh, group threads or texts. I I, no, I knew instantly like, oh, she's just at work. But I'm like, oh damn it like why is she <laughs> busy right now like oh my god uh but no that was that was the highlight of the announcements for me like Sam. if you were told me i don't know well no i guess there was I mean, I, i've been a fan of ming ming na since i since the single guys <laughs> and i was like yeah. 13 or 12 years old so it's like i i was gonna say if you told me five years ago that she was gonna be in star wars and i'd be more excited about that than obi-wan no i, I probably still would be I'm excited about Kenobi, but this is so cool.
0: (laughs) Like, of everyone that needs to be in Star Wars, like, she is the one person that needs to be in Star Wars, and here she is, and I'm so excited.
1: (laughs) Like, I was showing people, like, uh, uh, you know, all the different pictures that she's posted, you know, in the past, like, her, like, 15 lightsaber, lightsaber collection, (laughs) and, like, and the fact that every time she goes to a big... Like Hollywood uh, costume party or Halloween event, where she does dress up as, as Star Wars, she she always dresses up as Leia, but she always brings one of her prop lightsabers as yeah, Leia because she's a fan, because she's playing like she's one of us, because she because because Leia is a Jedi, <laughs> because she's awesome, because yep, yeah, uh, it's just it could not happen to someone cooler or better, like who's just, who's cooler with fans and who is a fan themselves, and as many people have pointed out. I'm pretty sure she's the first to crack it. She's going to be... She's a Marvel hero. She is a Disney princess. And she is a Star Wars character.
0: Oh, my God. That's so crazy. <laughs> Disney I, trifecta.
1: She might be the only one who ever is. Like, but it's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, and,
0: it's very cool. Ugh. And she's in her freaking 50s. Yes, <laughs> like, no, she's and all- she... Yes. <laughs> yes, and she's
1: 55, and it looks like she could kick any one of our asses because she probably could.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm so excited!
1: So, that, and then I mean, some of the other announcements we mentioned quickly like, um, they had a bunch of casting announcements for for Eternals, which is just going to be awesome. Like, mm-hmm. um, what is his name? Um, Brian Tyree Henry, is that his name from Atlanta? It's going to be in it. Um,
0: oh yeah, totally that. yeah,
1: um. Uh, now we know jimma chan uh we got the oldest stark brothers <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna be cool like it's gonna be a lot of fun uh chloe xiao is gonna do a good job i think uh and it's it, it looks really cool and um shang chi was announced with a guy we we both uh have enjoyed a lot i think on um uh kim's convenience yes. Simu Liu, who like looks perfect and like Like I've not seen him do a role like that, but I've seen I've seen enough that I I have faith in him as an actor. And he, like, there is there is no one like who looks more the part. (laughs) Like, you just look like,
0: and he's just having the time of his life. Like he is he is all of us on social media right now. Like he's just so starstruck by everybody that he's gotten to interact with so far on this journey, and it's amazing.
1: (laughs) And he spoke it into existence. He's I know he's one of the (laughs) only people who. Hey Marvel, come at me, roll, and then he got that role. Like, like it's it's amazing. He is what? Uh, what's the guy? Uh, Alden Ehrenreich is that his name?
0: Oh yeah.
1: He- oh no 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 not not him. The other guy. The guy there was the guy who did the impression that people used to want. I can't remember his name anymore. The people who wanted him for uh, for Han Solo. You know who I'm talking about? No. Like there was some dude who did, who, who who played a young Harrison Ford in um, Age of Adeline. And he got that part because he does a he, he looks like young Harrison Ford, and he did an impression of Han Solo I and don't he like remember peti- this at all. he petitioned to be him, and he did not get the part oh, <laughs> no. like, I think they actually did do uh, they I think they did a test for him, which is amazing, but considering before that a movie that Harrison Ford was in already had selected him <laughs> like yeah. it, it wasn't that crazy I, I wish I could remember his name i I saw a few of like the people I know, I, like we know from Star Wars Twitter, like for a long time uh, outlaw Noah, Noah uh, really, really wanted this guy <laughs> to be him. He was like, he'd be great. And everyone's like, he's an impressionist. Like he yeah. would suck. And yeah. to be fair, like if he was just doing an impression of young Harrison Ford, it would get really old really quick. Then again, all on Aaron, Aaron Reich on screen for an hour and a half got really old really quick for me. But
0: Oh, I liked him as. as no. Hansel. And a lot of, a lot of people
1: <laughs> did which yeah. more power to you guys. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't ever have to see him again. <laughs> so, yeah, long he would appear,
0: so I can't complain.
1: <laughs> I, I, I definitely
0: <laughs> well. I feel like we should talk about Shield. So yes, absolutely. I, right I can't yeah. think
1: of any other big Oh, She-Hulk um, oh, and, yeah. and Moon Knight, which are cool yes. because again, we get a uh, Moon Knight is a character steeped in mental illness. He's also a Jewish, openly Jewish character, and She-Hulk is all about A woman lawyer, uh, which again, I mean, it's not that it's not as innovative as it should be. But when you actually look at the television landscape, it is Mm -hmm. more. It is more than it should be. Like what? One of those a generation, Alan McBeal and the good wife, and now She Hulk. I guess (laughs) we should probably have more of that. But but yeah, no, I think those are the only. Announcements, other than like stuff that we already knew was happening, like Black Panther two, yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, and Thor four, and all right? Yeah, yeah, which is
1: all cool, but uh, we should definitely get to Shield since we're like twenty minutes in and just talk about Marvel,
0: yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. um, before we get started, we are a part. Well, before we get into because <laughs> we've already been started, uh, we are a part of the But Why Though podcast community. So be sure to check them out on Twitter at But Why Though PC and go to their website, But Why Though We are super proud to be a part of their community. All right. This episode is intense. I cried a lot. when I was watching this it is season 3 episode 7 titled Chaos Theory written by Lauren LaFranc and directed by David Solomon originally aired November 10th 2015 oh god this is so hard to transition into from talking and being excited about Ming-Na and like going to this episode where she just is crushed god damn it writers of (laughs) S.H.I.E.L.D All right. So this episode begins six months ago. Uh, May and Andrew are in Maui and they're on the beach drinking cocktails, watching the sunset. And May starts to talk about Andrew, starts to talk about not going back to S.H.I.E.L.D. with Andrew. And he's like, What? And she's like, You know, there's a lot of reasons why this relationship probably won't work, but I don't want to be one of them. And so she knows that S.H.I.E.L.D. was a big part of why they didn't work out in the past. And she doesn't want that to be a factor, which is, wow. S.H.I.E.L.D. is like May's life. Like, that's crazy. She's willing to give that up. Um, and then they go back home. So I guess they were going back home the next day and Andrew's in his office and um, he was, Coulson gave him jiang's things from afterlife so that he could do some research into Inhumans since he was gonna be analyzing them. And he opens up this book and a Terrigen crystal bursts and Andrew gets surrounded in the, the Terrigen c- cocoon, and he's holding May's photo, and he drops it, and it cracks on the ground, which is so much symbolism. God, it's so sad. Um, We go back to present day and Daisy is talking uh, to Colson about how she's pissed about how the inhumans are at the ATCU. And he's like, look, they're looking for a cure. And she's like, we're not a disease. Like everybody deserves a chance to be who they are. And Andrew's there too. And he disagrees. He's like, some people are dangerous or like hurting themselves or hurting others. Um, Like, what do we do about them? And Daisy's just in avid disagreement to all of this, but Colson's going to go meet with the president, um, as a consultant, the president of the United States (laughs) as a consultant for the ATCU. And he wants Daisy to talk to Rosalind about how the inhumans are just people. They're just people like anyone else and how they're good. Many of them are good people. And he wants, uh, he wants her to talk to Rosalind about this before they leave. And so, um, and then Andrew is going to go reassess Joey, which now knowing, Who Andrew is. That's a little scary. Um, And uh, Gemma runs into Andrew as he's in the hallway, and, you know, they're kind of, he's like, Oh, you're on your way to the lab. That's good, right? And um, she's like, Yeah. She's like, I'm starting to regret that I told Fitz everything that I did. And he's like, You know, you can't, secrets will eat you up from the inside, which is like, dude, really? (laughs) Here we are with these like lines of dialogue that are just like, No just makes me sad all of this every every line of dialogue that Andrew has in this episode makes me really sad um but Gemma joins Fitz in the lab and she brings her phone to him she's like look uh, it's I know it's a long shot but um it's really damaged I have my phone and I did take like pictures and video while I was on the planet so maybe that can help with some of our research and Fitz is like yeah yeah of course well you know I'll look into it and he's just super agreeable and great just a great person, (laughs) 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 which, um, which is also heartbreaking. Um, and we go to the Quinjet that May and Bobby are on and May is just sitting there like shell shocked. She's just reflecting upon what she just heard from Von Strucker about Andrew. And, um, Bobby is sitting there and she's like, you know, look, I really hope you stay. Um, and she's, you know, she, we have this monster we're after. And May's like, monster? What monster? And so she starts talking about Lash and she's like super bothered. And she's like starting to figure out that the monster is Andrew. So when she gets to the base, she looks up all Andrew's flight manifests and his bioscans and his medical records and she she knows some things up and um May's like kind of walking through the hallway and Daisy runs into her and hugs her. She's like, I'm so glad you're back. And May's like, where's Andrew? And Daisy's like, well he's assessing Joey Gutierrez. And um May's like, where? And Daisy's like, they're at an off site location. And so it's like, okay, I have to go find him. And so offsite, um, they're at a shield facility somewhere. And Andrew is assessing Joey, and Joey has really good control over his powers now. He's able to like melt down like a file cabinet, and he's like, yeah, I can build things. This is great. And then we have this moment where Andrew is fantasizing about turning into Lash and killing Joey as Lash. And Joey's like, look, I think I'd be a really good asset to the S.H.I.E.L.D. team, Like, but my fate is in your hands. And Andrew's like, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Um we go back to the playground and Bobby has her shirt off and is inspecting her bullet wounds and Hunter walks in and they're you know being being lovers and chatting away and Hunter comments about he's like oh i heard about your fight with kibo and he makes this comment about kibo's name that i thought was really funny just because i had a really hard time (laughs) bringing his name
1: (laughs) i absolutely thought of you and (laughs) and we've mentioned it explicitly
0: yeah (laughs) he's like he has a weird name Kibo's kind of weird name i'm like yeah i know i can never remember but now he's gone so it doesn't matter (laughs) but i just thought that was funny that he mentioned that um and hunter wants to go after ward again and bobby's still hesitating she's like no Um, and Hunter thinks it's about him. He's like, look, you know, I like went too far. And she's like, look, I, she kind of lets him think that's the reason why, but is it the reason why? Or is it because she's still holding back and she's still afraid and traumatized? Like, I don't know if we know the answer to that. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Maybe we find out later. But, um, basically she's like, I don't want us to turn into monsters going after him and being consumed with revenge. Look what it's done to us. So which is a nice thought, but I don't, I don't know if that's her true, and her true reason. I don't know. <laughs> um, and, oh God, this next scene. Um, Fitz is able to recover the data from Simmons' phone from her SIM card, and he sees, he's looking through her photos, and a photo of her and Will comes up, and it just hits him. He, like, stands up and, like, throws a bunch of stuff off his desk and kind of walks around, and he's just like, fuck, like... I don't know if I can do this. And then an audio recording um, – or no, is it audio? or Yeah, I think it's an audio recording pops up, and it's one of Gemma's, like, voice recordings. And she's just talking about what the planet's like. And she's like, I you know, I wish you were here or whatever. And then it kind of brings him back to, like, okay, this is still my Gemma, but – oh so so hard to watch him go through this it's so freaking heartbreaking like all of this. <laughs> this entire episode we go back to the offsite location where joey and andrew are and joey links his power to like working in construction he's like it's so amazing to be able to build things like instantly and also destroy them and andrew's kind of like yeah uh our our you could, you know, but that's dangerous and blah, blah, blah. And they're going back and forth. And may walks in and interrupts and there's another shield agent there. And he's like, we have protocols. And May's like, okay, you need to take Joey back to base and do what you have to do. And she's like, Andrew, we need to talk. Um, and it turns out earlier, uh, Lincoln contacted Mac and Lincoln, our favorite has been looking for (laughs) his inhuman friends. And uh, he thinks that Lash is in S.H.I.E.L.D., and we find out in a later scene why he thinks that. And I
1: think that all his Inhuman friends just don't want to hang out with Lincoln, so they're pretending that they've
0: disappeared.
1: <laughs> 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 that's, 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 that's my uh, backdoor to exonerate uh, Andrew from Lash. He's yeah, he's killed like maybe two mutants, or not mutants, humans. The ones we've seen, the rest of them are all just in hiding from Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: They're like, oh, Lincoln's coming over. Pretend we're dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you heard about that guy who's killing a bunch of l- everybody just pretend we're already dead and Lincoln won't bother us anymore. It's all a conspiracy. Oh God. <laughs> um, so we go to the Zephyr and Coulson's getting ready to go meet the president, and Rosalind joins up with them. And um Coulson's like, Daisy's gonna give you a tour of our, our plane here. And so she gives. Rosalind, this tour, and she's a little antagonistic. <laughs> They're kind of going back and forth. Like, um, you know, she shows her the containment module, and Rosalind's like, oh, this is humane. And she's like, Well, you're one to talk, like putting people in stasis. Like, what if they don't want that? <laughs> and Rosalind, they kind of have this back and forth about like, God, this is it's almost like a gun control argument. Like it it's like Daisy's like, look, not every inhuman is a bad person. And and Rosalind has that whole argument of like, well, the bad people are actually weapons now. Like, I think we had this conversation last time we talked about this. And she calls Daisy ignorant for ignoring that there are bad inhumans with the good. For every, you know, Daisy Johnson, there's a lash. And I don't know how to feel about this. (laughs) It's complicated. I don't I like do, it.
1: But, but like, I do feel like it's something that I—I I, I, I know we talked about it a little bit, uh, or maybe a lot last time. But uh, it's been—it's been so long. But it's a—it's uh, something that I thought a lot about with X-Men comics, and I think that like, there's the Jeff, definitely like, a genuine question that in the real world, if people were that dangerous, you know, people would think about it practically and pragmatically. But people are that dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 people invented. Every weapon that we have, every every weapon of of mass warfare, every genetic weapon, these yeah. were created by people, yeah. and and you like, can argue
0: that Melinda May is just as as like she's absolutely probably killed way more people than Daisy has. <laughs>
1: she, de- she definitely
0: has. <laughs> like, and 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 I just feel like like
1: we don't stop it. We don't hobble people's minds because they could create the next atom bomb or the next, uh, you know, genetic warfare. You know, we we don't we we don't hobble athletes. We don't stop people who are more capable because of what they could do. And if someone was born with an atomic reactor in their heart, as long as they aren't actively killing and poisoning everyone, then they have a right to exist. And like, and that's, I, I feel like that's what that metaphor sort of extends to. When you think about like how much of prejudice is fear, like, look, look at the, like the basic, like racist, uh, you know, you know, construction of the American society. It's like so much of it is like in this weird bullshit fear where it's like, clearly there's no, there's no hiding the fact that those slave owner assholes were afraid of black men. Like, they were like, yeah. we think you are better than us in so many ways and that is where this is coming from. It's like, I fear that I am inferior to you so I'm going to pretend yeah. that I'm superior. So so much that I convince myself and create a whole fucking fucked up white supremacist society based on that fear and yeah. insecurity. And, but I feel like it's all the same bullshit. It's like, well, well, the mutants are more powerful than us or the inhumans have all this potential for, for, for threats Like, but the, all the potential for good is just as real and it's like... Yeah. I don't know. I I definitely agree with you. Like, like, I don't like thinking about it too much because if you do think about it practically, like, it's – Because,
0: like, if you're thinking of it as, like, a government leader, you know what I mean? Like, your job is to protect the people who can't really protect themselves. Right. Maybe in this case, those are people that are not inhuman. So it's like – it's so complicated because it's like where do you draw that line without like overstepping people's civil liberties and the right to just exist as they are? Well, yeah. And and when
1: it gets to sci-fi concepts where people could just by virtue of existing – put other people in danger or hurt them, whether or not they do any, whether or not they're even bad, you know, if like, if if you were made of gamma radiation or something, (laughs) like if that's what you're walking
0: around, yeah,
1: Like, like, then something would have to be done to prevent you from killing everyone.
0: Yeah. Like, like in- but like the 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 question that Rosalind poses to Daisy is like, are you powerful enough to bring this plane down? And Daisy's like, yes, but I wouldn't do that. And she's like, but you could if you wanted to. And it's like, yeah, but she doesn't want to. Like she, they're not factoring in here that like these people have a choice in whether they want to be destructive or harmful well, and, and they're like, trying to take that choice well not that that should even be a choice but they're trying to take their choice of existence away and thats right the problem
1: and I feel like again like it's it's a metaphor of it's clumsy because that's no different than reality it's like people I do know. take down planes like real humans with no power <laughs> like yeah. so and we don't stop flying so no. I don't know. like it's' I feel like it's 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 an issue that's very complex. But when it really push comes to shove, if it were real and you had a chance to think about it in like the fullness of reality, I feel like I'd still be on the side of everyone having a right to exist. But like you said, like it's not as simple because nobody in real life might be a nuclear reactor, might be have a poison acid touch. You know, like, yeah. like we don't we don't actually have those kind of in. Im- unconscious and unintentional dangerous capability. Yeah. I guess that's it's- the difference. Like we all are capable of bad things, but not the, like, none of us are going to accidentally commit
0: warfare.
1: Like yeah. Warfare.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh. Just, I don't know. Um, we'll talk about this a little bit more at the yeah. end. Cause I have th- some things I would like to say <laughs> that are, I don't know, complicated. Anyway. Um, we go back offsite and, um, May accuses Andrew of being Lash. And she knows. She's like, look, I looked at your flight manifests. Um, I saw that your blood work was erased from our records. And she's like, you you slipped up. Like, you've been sloppy. And she begs him. So she's like, Andrew, please. And he starts getting worked up. And he's like, Melinda, please don't ask. And he turns around and he ices her. Ugh! Which is like... No, please don't. Um, when it's
1: a steep fall from there for Andrew. Yeah, oh, my God.
0: It's so – oh, this scene, too, between the two of them where she's, like, truly just wanting to know. She's like, don't lie to me. And you could just see the pain on her face and the pain on his face. And he's, like, struggling to, like, keep control. And, oh, it's terrible. Um, So we go back to the playground, and Fitz is still listening to Gemma's recordings. And it's the one where it's like her last video recording and she's like dehydrated. She can't find water. And she's talking about, you know, plans that she had for a cabin for the two of them to go. And Fitz starts crying and I was crying too. And she's like, I'm going to go, but if it's okay, I'll still talk to you on my own. And she's like, I'll always be with you, Fitz. (laughs) Oh my God. So these two. These two couples, it's too much <laughs> with the two. This episode is too much, too much heartbreak. Um, so we go to Culver University, which I actually knew what that was because of your comics tie ins from a previous episode. I was like, hey, cool.
1: <laughs> Hulk University.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so May wakes up and she is handcuffed to I don't know what that thing was like some kind of generator in the middle of the room. And they're like in an empty building and Andrew's like, look, I, I'm sorry. Like I overreacted, but I didn't want to lose control. I didn't want instinct to take over. I didn't know what would happen, but I do want to explain. He's like, I didn't know what I would do. Um, and he explains how he was researching giant papers and he found a book that had all the names of the inhumans and it was rigged with a terrigen crystal probably as a protective um, element and he's like well lucky me um i survived but he explains how he is compelled to be near inhumans and the first time he ever met an inhuman his body took over and he lashed out and this is why he ghosted her because he didn't want to cause her pain. Um, he didn't know what to do and he's like I'm still in love with you but I need your help. Like you're the only one who understands. <sighs> we go back to the Zephyr and Rosalind is talking with Colson and he's getting ready to meet the president. She admits that she may have overstepped with Daisy, but she still she respects her quite a bit, which is damn right you should um and (laughs) uh he's having trouble tying his tie so she ties his tie for him and um he tells her that how he lost his hand well the only thing he says was oh someone on my team cut it off and she's like what and he's like he had to be there (laughs) and they have this they're having this whole conversation that has like this double meaning of like moving on and like you know forging new relationships and whatever. And then Daisy comes in and interrupts because Mac and Lincoln have arrived and connected to the Zephyr. And Lincoln explains that Lash is in S.H.I.E.L.D. because he's been using Jiang's ledger. And she had record of all the Inhumans and their lineages. And Mac brings up that Andrew is the only one that had access to this ledger. And then Coulson brings up that May and Andrew are missing. He just got a call earlier in the scene, and um, they're like, "Look, like Andrew's the good guy. Like we can still help him." And Lincoln's like, "No, you don't understand. Like, inhumans don't change form. Like he's still going through terogenesis at this point, and he will stay as Lash permanently at some point. Um, the man that you know is disappearing. If he's not already gone, oh no." So We go back to Culver University, and May asks if Andrew was going to hurt Joey, and he's like, "No, and I would never hurt Daisy." And then he brings—oh, this is so bad—he brings up Bahrain and was like, "You understand because you had to do it. You know, you had to take out that Inhuman girl, or everyone was going to die. And you did what was right. We're the same. That's why I need your help." And she's like, "We are not the same. Like, this is not you talking." And he's like, "Look, I don't want to do what I'm doing, but I have to." Like he. He has this, like, com- com- like, compulsion. He has to do this. And it is so heartbreaking. And he's he says to her, please don't give up on me. And Coulson walks in and is like, hey, guys, uh, we're all friends here. I don't want this to go badly. <laughs> um, and Mac, everybody else is there as well. I don't know. Did I mention that the Zephyr, they decided that they were going to reroute and not go visit the president? I don't think I said that. They decided to reroute (laughs) and go after Andrew uh, because I I put the president on hold. So here Coulson arrives and um, Mac has the containment module ready. Um, Rosalind and the ATCU are in position. Lincoln's there. Daisy is there. And... um, Andrew says, you know, uh, Coulson, you gave me this job to sort the bad from the good. And Coulson's like, wow, you're really twisting the job of a therapist. <laughs> like, And Lincoln's can hear all of this on comms and he's getting super worked up. And Lincoln walks in, of course, with his dramatic like, oh, let's dim the lights and blah, blah, blah. And (laughs) Andrew sees Lincoln and he changes into Lash and Lincoln makes this like lightning ball and hits Lash with it. And then he forces electricity at him and blah, blah, blah. And then they run off and are chasing each other. And may is still tied up to the thing and she's super worried. She's like, and he's like, don't worry. The idea is to capture him alive, not to kill him. So. Here's some keys or whatever to let yourself out. Um, and Mac runs into Lash and he tries to ice him. Um, it doesn't work. And his, he has this line of really got to commit to that shotgun axe idea. And he gets knocked over to the side. Great.
1: Slight <laughs> spoiler. This this will come back. Thank goodness.
0: Yep. 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 I really love how they're really pushing the shotgun axe things. In the next episode, there's a, a line too. Or a, I think there's a scene. Anyway. Um, And Coulson comes at Lash with his new hand, and he's, like, barely able to hold on to him. He's like, we're friends, or maybe we're just acquaintances. And then the ATCU shows up and starts shooting at Lash. And there he takes out all the agents, and Lash goes for Rosalind, grabs her by the throat, and throws her over the balcony. And Daisy is somehow able to save her by, like, vibrating underneath and, like, slowly letting her down. Yeah, she's, like,
1: doing a constant stream of, like, vibrating and then, like, lowers it. Like, like, it's... it's it's very cool, and like it's pretty much nonsense, but it's nonsense yeah. that I can accept because of stuff like like the, um, the X-Men character, Banshee, who, you know, he's in first class. He, mm-hmm. he has, like, flaps connected to his, like, under his arms and legs, or, like, a giant, like, butterfly wing-esque, like, thing. And they somehow catch the vibrations of him screaming outward. <laughs> like, like <laughs> lets him, like, fly. It's like, he's not, like constantly shifting his head like between each armpit <laughs> like, 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 how could he possibly be propelling himself by him vibrating outward but yeah. at least daisy can direct hers with her hands so yeah. she can do not comic bookie nonsense there's some well plausibility and, involved. and there's a
0: line too where like colson shows up and he's like i didn't know you could do that and she's like i didn't either <laughs> like it was kind of like yeah, this is kind of ridiculous, and it's not. But they, something... but, they but they pull it off. Like, like they do. Like it works. Yeah, and it, you know, it strengthens the bond between Rosalind and Daisy as well. Like they already had a, a tenuous rapport going, and I think this just you know solidifies that. And humans can be good, actually. <laughs> um, I
1: do like the idea, though, that like, carefully you know, <laughs>
0: constructed
1: yeah. artificial earthquakes vibrating through the air wouldn't just shatter all of her bones. Oh, right. And that they would yeah. somehow catch her gently and slow her descent. Whereas we saw previously that while she's going through this pterogenesis, these, these were constantly breaking <laughs> Daisy's bones. Right? <laughs> like, I it's know. Just the, the basic principles of how this shit works. It mean, <laughs> doesn't I guess hold she, up to a lot of scrutiny, but I don't know. She, really she
0: could have <laughs> enough control where she could stop the vibrations before it hit her bones, I guess. But, but, she's but like, that's what? not how
1: vibrations work, right? I know. Like, like, it's don't they, not. Keep, don't they just keep going? <laughs> you know, I they know. just dissipate out. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fascinating. Uh, either way, I buy it. Like, like, right. like, like, like it's it's a strength of the direction, and I did. I noticed it. I think we both did for sure. And like you said, they even commented on it as yeah. being like kind of far fetched. But again, this is a world where people, where people fly and floor exists. I'm okay. Like
0: with <laughs> there's a man that turns into a monster and is compelled to like kill in humans. Come on, like yeah, <laughs> this, uh, we can suspend how, our disbelief.
1: <laughs> how do uh? How do Kyle McLaughlin or um? or Blair Underwood how do they add or, or or for that matter in a much greater scale Mark Ruffalo how do they add mass to yeah. their yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do they become larger
0: yeah
1: like nonsense let's not worry about it like oh gamma yeah. radiation makes you full of
0: more meat
1: than you were before like what yeah. like, it makes no sense Lincoln
0: also <laughs> makes lightning balls and can direct them yeah and like we've seen him like like like, like,
1: like, like, like 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 use it as like a lasso and stuff yeah. it's like, <laughs> I <forgot> like <laughs> <laughs> like catch people and whatnot like again that would just kill you or at least like give you a lot of burns like it's not just like, like none, of, none of the ways that humans use their powers to gently move people on this show make any sense if you think no. about it but neither do any neither does any none of, of, it. It.
0: None of it makes <laughs> sense. yeah like why
1: did why half the time when they are showing uh you know gene gray using telekinesis in in x-men stuff is it with pink energy floating around half the time it isn't because that way they don't have to like explain oh that thing isn't just drawn badly like there's a reason why that's floating yeah like like like, like there's nonsense reasons some of them are for visual information some of them are sci-fi storytelling but it was it was a cool scene even though (laughs) it doesn't hold up to scrutiny
0: no not at all um Lincoln decides that he's going to lure Lash to the containment module because this is getting out of hand and May is walking through the hallway and she sees all the dead men and Andrew's wake and she um steps in front of Lincoln and she's like look there's you know I don't know why you chose me like she's this heartbreaking speech about how he's kind and empathetic and that's not who she is and that's why she was able to leave and she says i lost something when i left you and i won't do it again and he transforms back into his human self and she ices him and pushes him back into the module and colson's like how did you know that wasn't going to kill him or i don't even think it was an icer it was a real gun wasn't it i don't know i can't but- remember i but anyway, Coulson's like, how did you know that wasn't going to kill him? And she's like, didn't. So she was willing to do whatever it takes to stop this. And oh, my God. The scene is just awful. So awful. Um, and just like the way Andrew says her name, he's just like, Melinda. <laughs> like, like he wants help from her, but he's also just too far gone. And it's so sad.
1: Well, and Blair Underwood is such a good actor. Like, oh, you God. were saying in that first part when he has her chained up. It's like, there's moments where... Because it's like a very Jekyll and Hyde thing going on, like you said. Like there's he he mentions it, it's like a compulsion. It's like yeah. this isn't what he wants to be becoming or whatever. And there are moments where you can see the Andrew we met. We first met him, yeah. who's like the perfect fucking man. <laughs> and then I know. like, and, but then this guy is like insane and thinks. Did he believe it? Like it's it, it really it it hurts so much when he like is calling out to her. Like I know and, and the acting from both of them from in particular uh from Mingna and from Blair Underwater is really great.
0: Oh so good. Um we go back to the playground and Fitz finds something in Gemma's photo. And it's um the a patch that's on Will's arm in the photo and Hunter and Bobby show up and Hunter's like, that guy has a pig face. <laughs> like he's trying to like make light of things and be a good friend. And it's funny. And Fitz is like, yeah, he does have a pig face. <laughs> and, um, Fitz matches the symbol on the patch to a symbol that they found in the castle. And it's funny cause Bobby and Hunter are kind of like, mm, you're kind of reaching dude. Like you're just trying to find something, but Fitz thinks it's something. So he's going to look into it. And it turns out Lincoln is going to stay, which is great for us. <laughs> Can't wait.
1: I guess we could um, be thankful that it took them a quarter of the season to do so. Or third I know. Of the season. <laughs>
0: um and this is the part where i just oh so hard so rosalind offers to put andrew in stasis to help slow his transformation and she's like it's up to you she's like i i can't understand what you're going through but if it were me and it would it was up to me to save a loved one that's what i would do and may asks daisy what she would do and daisy's like look andrew helped me he's a good person like I do whatever it takes. And so decides to do it and she walks away. <sighs> um, and this is the part where it's like, I, I mean, I know it's complicated because I know in our last episode we talked about how this is Rosalind's like – solution to something that she doesn't understand and she's not taking into account people that are actually in humans and have expertise in this and like what they want and maybe what solutions they might have. Um, But also like this seems to be the only thing that they can do for Andrew at this point. And so it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't like this, but I also understand. I get it. And it's so painful. And I think they did that on purpose because it's super painful. <laughs> so- <laughs> it's like we have to do this like super extreme measure to protect well, someone that we love.
1: Yes, it's like, like like the conversation that we had last time and and kind of had a little mini duplication of earlier. Like I feel like they did this you're absolutely right. I think a little bit intentionally to make it more complex than it is if they really cuz if you really push it then no, it's it, you know this is this is okay in this extreme circumstance but it's not a viable it's not a, it's not a both sides have a good point thing it was yeah. like, like an overall solution it's like yeah it's it's like no you know what you do in the case of uh if the real world has inhumans and mutants and some people are born with crazy powers you don't do a registry for everyone and for genetic testing you do a registry for for the people when it comes up a kid who is born with an acid touch you put them in the acid touch you know <laughs> uh, uh you know a folder in their in their medical files just like how they how uh you, you know, if a doctor finds out that their patient has AIDS, they, they, they're not allowed to not put it in their medical file. They can't keep that a, a secret legally from the medical community. But they also can't tell the public at all yeah. Like they're not legally allowed to. Same yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone's we don't have a full range of DNA testing done on every baby and then have every single category, you know, cross reference. Yeah. Is that is eugenics, yeah, and I, I think that that's why you have to make it fucking an impossible decision by putting Andrew in this situation yeah. and showing this is what the extreme looks like, and when you are faced with your favorite characters, all like Colson respects the fuck out of this guy. Melinda's in love with him, uh, you know Daisy owes him you know her place on the team and and her place like. It sort of is like a free adult you know out in the yeah. world since she was a hacker criminal or whatever in their custody and now an alien or non-human it's like all these people have this emotional connection to him and it, it, yeah and Gemma now it's like all these characters yeah. Yeah. like love him and we love him even though he's he has not been in like a handful of episodes They they've used him so well and used his acting and the writing so well like really make us care about him. It, like when you think about it, he's been in less episodes than Lincoln, and we could not care less about Lincoln yeah. by comparison. It's like there's the same writers though. I know. <laughs> like they aren't good at but, making But us
0: Bla- care we it's Blair them. Underwood versus uh oh my God, what's his name? Uh Who's the guy that plays Lincoln? Luke,
1: Luke, Mitchell. Luke
0: Mitchell. So come on. It's not really a contest here. <laughs> I,
1: I, I, was, I was thinking of him and his, and his character from his other show where he was a- Abe. I, oh, I was yeah. thinking, something to do with Abraham Lincoln? Wait, no, but his character like, it's characters. not him. Oh
0: God. <laughs> um, Lincoln uh, Abraham. Oh my oh. God. <laughs> yeah. It's just this, it's like one of those things where this is an extreme circumstance and no one likes that this decision has to be made, but what, what other choice do they have? It's terrible.
1: It's a true dilemma. Like there is no good choice. Like yeah, all either. the choices suck.
0: Yeah. You either kill him or you give him a chance to maybe find a cure, which is also terrible, but you know, Yeah, like,
1: like, like as Gemma <laughs> has come to understand and us through her, I think at the end of the previous season, it's like a, the idea of a cure is offensive. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's this. It's very similar. I feel like to the idea of like a conversion therapy sort of thing, yeah. which then relates like back to their awful use of the term transitioning
0: and like all the kinds of things that like so many cultures do to be more white or to be whatever
1: the the default whatever yeah. the imaginary idea what, of what normal or average or
0: what should be. Is. Is. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Standards that are unachievable and just like based in something super bigoted or
0: yeah. And white supremacist (laughs) and patriarchal. So yeah, it's no good, but, um, the episode is not over. Gemma is standing at a window watching the sunrise and Fitz tells her that he found something and that he heard all of her recordings and her videos. And he, he tries to shrug it off like, yeah, but you weren't in your right mind. You were like dehydrated and like dying. And she's like, no, I meant everything that I said. Um, and she's like, what do you think we should do about it? And he's like, let's just watch the sunrise, which sounds like a great idea because they are also in a complicated situation. They should just live in the moment. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like this and in the next episode, like they show some of their, like, As we we've talked before about, especially I think in the first season and then less so in the second one, you know, how immature they are. Mm-hmm. Like they show a lot of maturity yeah. <laughs> like and just self-reflection and self-knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like, those are some they, really with it genius twenty five year olds. Those kids, those they kids.
0: have grown so much, shit that they've been through, and it's really see. Um, I don't know. This they they just break oh, They break my heart. Andrew and May break my heart. Oh, there's more scenes. Sorry. Um, so we go back to Maui where Andrew and May are still drinking and talking in the sunset and she May has this line which made me cry so hard she's like I never thought I deserved this and she Andrew's like deserved what? She said happiness and fuck like I just we'll have to talk about it in the spoiler section because there's more to come with May and Happiness. This happiness, this issue. And the this scene, <laughs> like, in a yeah. weird way. Oh, or. my God. This, like, ugh. Anyway, so the very end scene, Ward and his new friend, who we know to be Gideon Malik, are having a drink. And he suggests that Ward should be thinking beyond revenge to grander things. Because that's what Hydra has always been about. Um, and he's like, I need to take this phone call. And it's Rosalind calling him. And apparently Coulson spent the night. And she's like, oh, I'll get him to you. Don't worry. And then the episode ends. Like, what the fuck is happening? I did not remember this at all. (laughs) No,
1: like, that one was one I didn't remember. But we both remembered the outcome still
0: of of Rosalind.
1: So should we just go right into spoiler section with the discussion? Yeah, let's talk
0: about spoiler section because... I was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I was like, I' is not Hydra? Because
1: that's, because I mean, as we know, because he's talking to Ward and everything, Gideon Malick is yeah, yeah. Hydra. We met him last episode. And then we didn't have a, a comics connection and still don't, but we do have an MCU connection we didn't uh, get to because we had so many, so many other things to talk about. And so just really briefly, Gideon Malick is in, he's, I believe, our first appearance of the World Security Council, which I thought was in Winter Soldier, but it's in the first Avengers movie and he's in it.
0: Yeah. Which we, neither and of I, us had any recollection. We're not going to go back and rewatch it. So.
1: And it makes perfect sense why he wasn't in the world security. Uh, uh, you know, in, in continuity, it makes perfect sense because he's part of Hydra that maybe he was, you know, sick that day. So <laughs> why he's not in the scene in, world, in winter soldier? Like, it's like he's not, he wasn't the one making the big yeah. speech. Uh, 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 like, like I, I, I think about, I like to think about that scene now in retrospect. That Alexander Pierce, you know, like Robert Redford is like, hey, Gideon, you stay home, like, because if like if everyone else is like, you know, under threat and like, like, I'm gonna kill all of you. I have this button I can press and it'll make your, you know, lapels explode or whatever. Your heart will yeah. stop. It's like, like it's not really gonna work if you're just standing there like nodding next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's gonna undermine the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I need I need you not to powers booths it up and, like, and be behind me like, like it's cool like I'll go somewhere else and tell them I'm Hydra and yeah. shoot a bunch of shield people or whatever it's a lot like but like no, no keep it under your hat you know like because like, it's weird to me though the way it sh- shook out why didn't he expose himself when they did their takeover like unless he maybe was, sick it was that day. Just, I don't
0: know I don't know maybe but like we'll find out in the next episode that he has a ver- a much larger game, yes, and so maybe true. that's just what he's been doing is like he was totally working on something else, and shield is just an afterthought for him until now because now shield is useful to him
1: interesting well, or if or they just you know they had he had faith in everyone else like yeah you know he was one of the members of the security council, but he wasn't the he, he's a businessman you know he was yeah. one of the guys who was there as a consultant or whatever or or, or a, a leader or whatever he he, he yeah. wasn't uh, he didn't have the ties to American government that Pierce did. So I guess that would make sense too. Like he just had faith that the guy who actually was in charge of shield, like he had it under control. Well, like, yeah. uh, you, you're well, right. You're right that there's plausible reasons for him not to be there. Yeah. It's just interesting. It's just interesting to think about.
0: I think we can talk about it more next episode because we find out a little bit more his dealings with Hydra and sure. like kind of what that's he all did, about. Yeah. yeah. So I really want to talk about May. Mm Because, oh my God, like the fact that this happens and she has this line, I never thought I deserved this. I never thought I deserved happiness. And then fucking her and Coulson end up together and Coulson fucking dies. Like,
1: And and they spend their time right before Coulson dies on a tropical beach. Yeah. It's like, God damn it. First off- don't go with your loved ones to beaches, May. Yeah, take a nice trip Doesn't to a fucking well. mountain. Like, <laughs> go to a lake. <laughs> yeah, go to
0: Arizona and hang out with your dad. <laughs> yeah, man, that guy's like, great. <laughs> also, like the fact that like her and Robin like have this whole relationship, and then Robin fucking oh, like every thi- every relationship that May has, aside from Daisy, essentially, like is taken from her, like. Can it's true. It's- she like can can you stop traumatizing May and just let her be happy, Writers of Shield? Like, oh my god, I can't take it. And this is like only like a small glimpse of like so much more pain that she's she's brought under in the next couple of seasons. Like every fucking season, like there's something, of course. I hate it.
1: <laughs> no, they put her <laughs> through the ringer for sure. Like, I mean, they do all the characters, but like she goes through so much and all of it is huge. Like none, man, it really makes me appreciate like we had like kind of realization, I think talking about it and over the course of the first two seasons, but like most of Daisy's hard shit, like she's, she has a couple more big things coming up. Like, especially the framework is, is really hard on her for sure. But in general, she's pretty good at this point, like going in, to season season three like she knows who she is she's figured a lot of shit out you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool that she is she does have it figured out, but like I just feel like in general she's not as cursed as a lot of our characters yeah a lot of I shit think- keeps getting taken away from Mac everything uh-huh. keeps everything keeps. You know, coming between Gemma and Fitz, we'll talk about that a lot more next episode. They yeah. they say what we've been saying yeah. you know, since we started this show, which is like the universe is fucking against those two. Yeah. It's like everybody's got something awful that they go through over and over and over again. And I do feel like, I don't know, they gave, it's not that they go easy on her because they, they don't, but but I do feel like it's it's just a daisy, so I
0: don't know how to explain it, th-
1: but, but Oh, go on, go on.
0: I understand what you're saying. And I feel like the one reason why Daisy is probably okay is because Coulson's team is her family. And... Like Gemma, Fitz, May, and Coulson, and Mac, now too. Like, that's her family. And so I feel like, yes, her quest was to find out where she came from, who her family was. And she, you know, it's heartbreaking that her mother turned out to be who she was, but she already had a family that accepted her for who she was and loved her and wanted to, you know, see her thrive. And so it's, yes, she, that's really traumatic. And like the fact that she, had to you know her father is the one that killed her mother and she was standing right there through the whole thing and then her father's brainwashed and doesn't know who she is and it's like fuck that's a whole thing that they probably could have delved into more but she um everyone that she cares about and that became her family before she found her actual blood family like is still there with her i mean except for colson at this point but with may it's like she has her shield family, but it's everyone else outside that, or even like within shield that she's had this really deep connection with, like Andrew and Coulson and Robin. Like these people were all like a part of her story within shield, and so and now they're all and, gone. The, and they're
1: taken from her tragically. <laughs> yes, well, and, and and I feel like th- you're absolutely right. I, I really love the way you said that about about Daisy. I feel like that that's the that's the thing, like you know, with the arc and. Um, what is it, season 5 uh, with the whole world killer thing, it's yeah. like between that or, or even like, like I mentioned, the, uh, the framework those are huge emotional things to go through but I feel like both of them you know she's gonna get through it it's like it's not the it, not that you don't have faith in may may is a strong character too but it's like it's also like may is tired may's yeah. character is also 55 and she's fucking done you know it's like she wants she's wanted to retire like three times like when yeah. we met her and twice since then at this point like, yeah. like, 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 like going into season seven so yeah. it's like give her a fucking break whereas daisy it's like it's the prime of her life she's still on her like she's at like like what maybe thirty now at this point in the show or right. whatever or, or, or ba- barely like, like she's young and she and like you said it's not just her family like all of them are good at what they do they love each other and they're yeah. satisfied with with those relationships but she's I think the most fulfilled as a character yeah both in terms did, of story arc and who she is
0: she's doing what she wants to be doing yeah. she's helping people she's a leader she's she's with her family her found family and you're right. I think that's a very fulfilling position to be in despite of what she's been through where I feel like with may it's like shield has just brought her pain yeah. over Everyone else, and over.
1: Their fulfillment keeps getting taken from them. It's yeah. like a carrot on a goddamn stick. Like the yeah. closest people to it to have achieved to or even have a chance are like uh, Mac and yo-yo. And I think they, they do have a chance yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like whether together or apart they as characters, they're not completely devoid of hope but but like but but colson and may and 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 Fitz, like they the way their arcs are it's just this recurring shield has only brought them
0: pain (laughs) it's the
1: soap opera of superhero stuff it's the soap opera of sci-fi drama and like i love it it's always been around the stuff i've read and 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 Uh, watched but man it's hard to take sometimes
0: It's just so much, um... so
1: hard on May. Like, and this this was one of the hardest episodes. Like, until the Robin stuff, I think it's the hardest one for a while. Like, and it's the hardest one since the uh, was it Bahrain.
0: Yeah, I cried so fucking hard in this episode because I know that there's just like, I, I, I mean, just connecting like what happened in Bahrain to her relationship with Andrew and her desperation to try to make it work with him. And then it's fucking taken away from her. And she finally thinks that she can be happy. And she thinks that she can't. She thinks that she doesn't deserve it. And it's I didn't that cry this time. Just, ugh. But,
1: but when we recorded uh season 3 episode 6's coverage uh yeah. I'd watched both of them I watched because uh, we weren't sh- initially we weren't sure if we we're going to do one or two and yeah. so I I I I rewatched this like today uh but I also watched it like a month ago
0: yeah and and
1: I I know I cried then I'm a little bit cried out because I yeah. also like had my heart broken recently not in the same yeah. way because it's a much happier result overall but just also I don't know feel yeah. a little little defeated, even though I'm not, I don't know. Uh, I I I can relate, I can relate to Fitz and Gemma and, (laughs) and, and uh, may this episode more of an, I wish I, I did, but like at the same time, like, I don't know, man.
0: This is still fiction compared to real life.
1: But (laughs) but just like, like it's nice to see the melodrama version, especially when it is a good ending. Yeah. Like, Like when you can take it, like, is a good thing and it's a learning experience for people and isn't like I don't know when both both people at the end of a relationship it does end you know not with death or whatever (laughs) or uh, you know and and it it ends uh, on its own or whatever its own volition like I I feel like if both people still not only you know like each other but actually care about each other and feel like they're better from it and it's true on both sides like I, I can't I can't really imagine a better outcome other than just you know continued existence so, yeah. of 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 a, of, a, of a relationship. So it's like
0: no I one went to I another can't. planet and fell in love with someone else. There was yes, a vibe. Like no one turned into a, into a
1: goddamn hum- space Nazi.
0: <laughs> no one turned into a monster and had to be like quarantined. Like yes. no one turned into like a virtual fascist when they were in the framework and. No, it was. It was. No time way, traveled. Like way better. Very relatively less drama. I understand. I, I don't have. A, <laughs> I don't
1: have a super obnoxious alternate future grandson that I have to deal with. <laughs> wanting to be my best friend.
0: Oh God! I cannot wait to catch up with. Oh, six.
1: I'm so excited that you're all moved in now. Like, I know. The best part is Billy, that you- <laughs>
0: Billy finally set up the server yesterday. So <clears throat> Fantastic.
1: No, That's and right it's that. it's so good. Like <laughs> those um oh Well when you let where you left off is great. Like it's just you you're in for a, a, mm. a good chunk of episodes. Cause you're like halfway through the season or so. Yeah, yeah.
0: The last episode I watched is um where Sequoia. that <laughs> No, the one after that, where the monster thing goes in what's his name's body.
1: I gotcha. Yes, where uh yo yo loses that yeah.
0: dude. oh. God, which was pretty painful considering how little we knew him. But anyway, um, I think we should end here. Yes. Um, Because we'll keep talking about pain and I don't want to talk about pain anymore because there's just too much. There's more to come. Yeah, these characters. (laughs) I know. Um, Where can people find you on the intro?
1: I can be found where uh, uh, Dane Whitman, the Black Knight's uh, former role. I love that they cast Kit Harington as a knight. I know. Like, I was going like, to say, like, that's
0: just fucking perfect, right? <laughs> they're, like, like, like,
1: they're like, hey, people love Kit Harington. I'm like, yeah, but can he act? Well, we know he can wear chainmail and carry a sword. Bing! <laughs> <We> got <it. laughs> like, I got one of those characters. Right. Like, like uh, done. Done. He doesn't have to do an accent if they don't want him to, you know? like, yeah. like, like And they could. Dan Whitman is American in the comics, but like, I, if they don't make if, if if they happen to be British, I will not be planning.
0: i don't think anyone will be like why
1: didn't you make him try to do an it It kind of makes
0: more sense to make him british like a british knight we don't have knights in america
1: well he's supposed to be <laughs> des- descended from it so oh, it's that, okay the, it, well,
0: <laughs> it's
1: a fantasy but but it does make a lot more sense like yeah. for sure like, like like you're more likely to be directly descended from a knight if you're in england or and be aware of it probably and if yeah. you're some dude here yeah but uh but I break that up because my uh, people can find me. At I snow nothing like I know nothing but Jon Snow, and uh, yeah, I talk about uh, the current X Men books a lot the uh, last mm. month or so. Uh, and I talk about uh
0: fuck dot fuck By the way,
1: oh yeah, yeah, uh, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit next episode. But those yeah. guys were jerks. Uh, one of their writers in particular just like his reaction more than even what he did oh, was very frustrating disgusting but those guys are jerks and uh yeah i uh, talk about Ducktales, talk about star wars more so now with mm-hmm. uh cool mandalorian stuff yeah werner herzog and ming <laughs> star wars i know
0: i'm pretty satisfied yeah yeah and uh, um uh, what's his name? Gus Fring. What? Yes! Oh my God! It's like a
1: a former imperial. Oh, oh I think God, he's, he's so a moth. I read somewhere he's a moth.
0: <gasps> oh fuck! I I'm can't so wait. excited.
1: <laughs> he's so good. Well, uh, like like I. Uh, that's another one. Like since I was a kid, because he was in um Homicide. Yeah. He played he played Yafet Koto's son, I think. Uh, in, on Homicide: Life on the Street. And he was like like the son of like the head the head cop. Like so good. Like I can't I just can't believe that I. Uh, it, 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 I can remember a time when he was supposed to be playing a young guy. I don't think yeah. he was, he was by like thirty-five, playing like a twenty-five-year-old. He just looked yeah. really young. But it's just like because he is so good at playing an elder statesman now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, Gian, Giancarlo Esposito is going to be uh, oh. rocking Star Wars. Like uh, it's going to make us all all of our lives will be better. <laughs> I know. And, and some some of it is going to be directed by Taika. Like it's this is going to be really great. Where will pe- where can people find you talking about uh, excited Star Wars stuff amongst other things?
0: Uh you can find me at Space Jess with four S's in the Jess. I also have another podcast. I don't think I've ever mentioned this other podcast on this podcast actually. <laughs> Whoops. Have you never? I don't think I have. We're both mentioned- really bad. Like We're like really like bad it feels like you I should. talk about Project Tahiti on the, my Star Wars podcast all the time. I'm like, you should go listen to that. You even but, mentioned Star Wars like at least I, like
1: <laughs> like six times since you started. I'm <laughs>
0: pretty sure if you follow me on Twitter, you know I have a Star podcast. So but true,
1: but... Lousy
0: beautiful town um, at LBT Pod on Twitter. You should definitely go check it out. Yes. We will be screaming about all the D twenty three news that's coming out.
1: That's so this weekend
0: funny. next week. Yeah, I just realized I haven't promoted well, that. You should do here. that. At the
1: beginning <laughs> and at the end of every episode. There's Whoops. No that's totally silly. I know. You're silly. <laughs> we
0: Oops. Anyway, Wait, that's, just, uh, that's just how bad we are at self
1: promotion. I just
0: like I forget. We're here to talk about Shield. I'm not thinking about others.
1: Podcasts, I was I was on a comic uh, podcast last last week. I don't think I remember. No, I I, I did mention no because it was comic book related. Okay, I did I did mention that, uh, <laughs> but I was like, but 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 like I was talking to people who I've talked to on Twitter for years, and like you used to work in comic books. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
0: what? Wait, what what podcast were you on?
1: Up? Oh, I was on um, the Super Suit Show. Okay. Yeah, uh, they, they were doing an episode about uh, the uh, the new X Men run, and okay. I have had a. Uh, couple of big observations that ended up being correct which is cool yeah
0: cool well you should go listen to that and you should listen to lousy beautiful town yes um sure. you can find project tahiti on twitter at project tahiti you can send us an email at project tahiti dot at gmail.com we are on apple podcasts google play and if you are a browser listener you can go on podbean or you can go on but why though thank you all so much for listening to project tahiti Magical Place. Catch you later.
1: Bye. A
0: robot now recording. Okay. Are you ready to go? Are you done with your burrito? Yeah. <laughs> that was my first burrito. I have, I have another one. To nice. Snack later. Okay. God, how do I do this again?
1: It's already recording. We'll so I, you
0: I am. I'm just oh, trying oh, to think it my best <laughs> 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 It's been like three weeks.
1: <laughs> just, start, just start with something new. Like, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> I know. All
0: we right. don't remember how to do it. <laughs> I know. All right. Three, two, one.